0: being an amputee it's almost like people just kind of look at you and they dismiss you and they think you know oh they're here to participate good for them it's very uh they'll like give you the pity clap and what I really like about track and field is just that like it's a way to prove yourself as an individual
1: welcome back welcome back to another episode of the Bench Mob ENT podcast the best sports podcast in New Jersey we have a special guest on with us tonight Beatrice hot. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. We are thankful that you hopped on with us. For those that are listening, hey, this is way better on YouTube. Go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, share with your baby mother, your uncle, your cousin, everybody. Let everybody get this great content. I want to start off with this. You I was doing my research. You played basketball, soccer, a lot of sports growing up. Why did you choose track? What stuck out to track, you know, towards you? And why did you have a love for track?
0: That's a really good question. Um, So, yeah, I did have a love for like a lot of other sports because I grew up like very competitive. I have two younger brothers. And so whenever they tried a sport, I had to try it as well just to kind of one up them, you know, especially Um, growing up with my disability uh, being an amputee it's almost like people just kind of look at you and they dismiss you and they think you know oh they're here to participate good for them it's very uh they'll like give you the pity clap and that's not what I'm about as an athlete and so I really enjoy track and field because it's the moment where like I line up I'm in my lane and I look to my left and I look to my right. And this is back in high school when I competed with able-bodied athletes. And they will look at me and just dismiss me. But they'll look at the girl on the other side of them and be like, oh, she looks fast. Or, you know, she looks strong. Mm -hmm. And so everybody else already has that respect for each other. I don't have it. And I have to earn it. So once I, you know, finish that race, I come in second or third, and I surprise these girls, now I have their respect. And what I really like about track and field is just that, like, it's a way to prove yourself as an individual. A lot of the team sports, it's, oh, well, I couldn't have done it without, you know, so-and-so because they had, you know, such a great pass, or, you know, they made an awesome catch. You're relying on your teammates. And I love team sports, but what I really love about track and field is that it's just you out there. And you gotta prove yourself. And yeah, you have your team, your coach, and your dietitian, your psychologist, your, you know, strength and conditioning coach. But like at the end of the day, it's it's on you if you perform. So that's why I really love it. You could just prove yourself.
1: That's a great point because I play basketball. e like I think to your point, it's kinda of a little bit easier to do basketball in a sense of you have people that you can rely on and it's people that you also blame. To be like, oh, we didn't win because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. She didn't do what she was supposed to do. Sports like track, tennis, that's just you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You alone, you have to look in the mirror like, what did I do wrong? What did I do right to get to this position? So I think that was a little bit harder because there's nowhere you could look but you. You have to look in the mirror. Re- win, lose, or draw, like, regardless.
0: <laughs> exactly. You got to take responsibility.
1: For you, right? So you 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 have competed on the highest level and I think it was going back to 2017, uh 2018. You got gold, you got silver, you've been in the Olymp. Did you ever envision, you talking about going back when you was in high school and you look into each side and you come in second place? Did you ever envision that it would take you this far where you're representing your country?
0: Uh no, I didn't. I really didn't think about it. Um because I started track and field as a joke in high school. Um, I had a friend who she was like, oh, you beat me at softball, at basketball, this and that. I know what I'll beat you at. I'll beat you at track and field. I was like, oh, bet. Like We're just running. It is more than just running now that I know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I joined and I had a lot of fun. Um, we had a bet. Basically, it was whoever made a varsity track meet first got to be the friend group's like most athletic person whatever like you just got named the best athlete in the friend group and uh so we're sitting in the gym waiting to get called on to see if we get pulled up to varsity and I got pulled up and so it was just really cool and that's what like kept me going and uh sophomore year going into junior year was when I decided oh I kind of want to like take this a little more serious a coach had approached me and then asked me about Paralympics and I was like you know what like no, I was really in denial of my own disability. Um, I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm too good to be in there. Like I'm competing with able-bodied athletes. And then, you know, I show up and I got I got humbled very quickly and realized that, yeah, these athletes with disabilities are are athletes, period. We don't even have to acknowledge that they're disabled. And so I really got into the Paralympics. And once I started getting into that world, I was like oh man i can actually do this once i got pulled up to represent the united states i was like this is it this is awesome i want to keep doing this this is what i want
1: i could imagine that's dope for you to start off as a joke So yeah. now actually representing your country that is dope like i know a lot of people wish they could do a joke and end up <laughs> and end <laughs> up like that That's that's really dope and you mentioned you know You did it to be like, all right, in the group chat, I'm the most athletic out of our friends. But you actually ended up winning in 2018 the Athlete of the Year Award. What was that like? How did that feel? What was your emotions when you found out, I'm the Athlete of the Year? Like, how did that feel for you? It
0: was was actually really cool, especially, like, going into – High school, when I got that award, I was like, whoa, this is actually really sick. I, I didn't, like, understand the gravity of it, you know, like, high school female athlete of the year, like, period. I thought that was really cool, and my friends were definitely hyping it up, and I was like, oh, man, this is actually really sick. Awesome. Like, people are acknowledging me as, like, the actual athlete that I am, more than just, oh, the disabled kid that tries the sports, you know? It's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. no, she's gotten to an elite level already. So it yeah, was,
1: that's, it was cool. that's dope. Um, I, you know, a lot of people wouldn't hope to one day to to even be in that conversation of athlete of the year to actually win it is something completely different. Now you mentioned, you know, how some people treated you and they gave you the pity claps and they gave you the, oh, you know, we're just she's just happy to be here. How did you deal with that growing up? And with that being, you know, your situation and your reality of how people treated you. Did you ever have any doubts? And, like, how did you deal with the doubts?
0: Yeah. um, I didn't have too many doubts because I have a great support system at home. Um, It was always coming from, like, my parents. My mom is, like, the sweetest woman in the world, very loving, very, you could do anything you set your mind to type of lady. And then there's my dad. And my dad is very competitive and he goes, oh, no, you show up and you show them. You show them that you are capable. Don't ever let anybody feel or make you feel like you are less than. Um, And so like having both of them bag me up like that really pushed me. And as well as like my brothers, they'd be like, hey, I did better than you today. And it's like, oh, now that's a sibling rivalry. And uh, just, like, growing up and, like, being treated like that in that environment by my family, it made me a lot tougher. Um, And, like, it was a lot easier to deal with, like, the bullying and also the just, like, people just dismissing me as an athlete. Um, So it definitely, like, fueled the fire to prove myself as an athlete. And it's – I've always felt like I've had to, you know, prove myself not only – For me, but also for the people in my community, um, people with disabilities are always represented as very dependent on others instead of independent. And I wanted to kind of break that stigma. And now that I've, you know, made it this far, I feel like I can help pave the way for younger athletes with disabilities. And I wouldn't have thought I would, would have done all of this, um, back in, you know, high school when I was in denial of my disability, but, um. Yeah, I think that was like one of the biggest things was that I was very like, no, I'm not disabled. I'm not disabled. But that also pushed me to prove it to them Um, because they saw my prosthetic, this and that. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Like, listen, buddy, like, I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. I'm going to show you. I'm going to beat you. And then you're either going to want to be my friend because I'm cool enough to beat you. Or you're just going to be like, dang, I got my butt handed to me by a disabled kid. And either way, it's a win-win for me.
1: Shout out to the family and parents. A lot of people, you know, I've heard and attested to, like, once they get to that level of high school, collegiate, and pro, a lot of them say, this is light because of what I dealt at home. I had my siblings I had to compete against. My parents helped build up my toughness and my confidence. A lot of people don't have that, so shout out to your family for actually being that for you because a lot of people do not have that. And when they do, obviously it works out for the better for them because you look at where you're at right now. It's absolutely just successful with no problems. Um, I wanted to ask too, I saw, I was reading up on it. Um, I want, if you're able to like share with the importance of equipment, because I see in your bio you have the GoFundMe, some that may not know the importance of the prosthetics and how valuable it is to you actually excelling in your races.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for bringing that up. That is a great question because a lot of people don't understand the, the difference of all the prosthetics. So the way it kind of works is like, I have different prosthetics for different activities. So for like able-bodied people, um, they can really just like, swing with without thinking about it you know just oh yeah i'm gonna take my shirt off jump in the pool or i'm gonna go on this hike or you know i'm gonna go on a run and like it could be a spur of the moment and they could do it i'm not saying that i can't it's more so that i need special equipment to do that so like if i want to go on a run I can't just leave the house and go on a run with my walking prosthetic. I have a prosthetic for every activity that I need to do. I have a one for like weightlifting, one for running track and field. And so at this level, I use a running blade, which is a J-shaped leg. And um, while you're representing your country, you want to do the best, right? And the equipment is so incredibly important because now it's not... It it doesn't matter how hard I work. I could be the hardest working person out there, but if my technology is is failing me, then it, it's just gonna like balance out. It's not even going to to work out for me. It's not going to push me ahead. And everything's so technological. Um, it's very like they have to look into the the physics of it. Okay, what angle? Does this blade need Mm. to be so that we could push her out instead of going up? Or how do we get her to jump up instead of out? So I have to have a leg for long jump and a separate one for sprinting because they're two completely different things. So then you have to look at all of these things. You have to make sure you have the right prosthetist. So a prosthetist is basically like um, in my kid terms, I used to call them my leg guy um they they make the prosthetics they make the legs um and they are the most important part um if you don't have a good prosthetist you do not have a good leg if you don't have a good leg you're running slow and um like having that equipment is so important because it can really make or break your career and your race like you know it just comes down to how heavy was it how heavy was this blade how you know are you getting the optimal like spring out of it? Are you using all of that energy? Is it set up correctly? Is it not um, all of these things? And I've been struggling with it for sure for a while. and um, I've been wanting to to go see a like one of arguably the world's best um, and yeah. and see if he can, you know, help me out or give me advice or anything. Um, the best amputees in the world, at least at my level, um, in my category in my disability class for the females is definitely the Dutch. so they know what they're doing, and I'm trying to get out there to to learn from them so that I can get better. and that's where I really had to sit there. I was at a crossroads with with my pride in my career. You know, you never really want to go over to you know a different country, learn from them, but it's also I need to mature and grow up and be like, you know what, Yeah, they're my competitors, but like, what can they teach me? And so I want to learn and be better and be the best athlete. And I think um, that starts with the
1: equipment. That's dope. And for those that end up watching this and listening, we just got educated. That was extremely good. And a lot of people, like you said, do not know about that. We will definitely post the uh, link. Hopefully it helps out in any way possible. We will definitely support. We don't have that much. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to send something. So definitely hope you get to your goal, though, because like you said, that's important of having the right equipment. That's, that can literally separate you from bronze to gold, I'm sure. like Absolutely. That much, that much detail and that much importance in the equipment and the technology. So hopefully you reach your goal. Hopefully you get that because I'm doing my research. I really feel like you get that. We'll be seeing just go, 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 go. Like it will just come. So hopefully you get that you get that goal. So outside of no problem. Outside of track, right? Who are you? Because track isn't who you are, it's what you do. So who are you outside of track and field?
0: Outside of track and field, I am low-key anime nerd. I love anime and um so I kind of geek out with my um, weightlifting coach. So in the middle of like sets, he and I will sit there and talk about either like Naruto or Death Note or Demon Slayer. So we we sit there and we'll, we'll talk about them. And um, I have a really good time. I love watching those and uh, finding new ones to watch. Um, I love to go hiking. Not really. Actually, I like camping more than anything. Just being <laughs> being outside and, and like fishing and like playing catch. Um I still love to throw around a softball or baseball um, when I can and I have my dog. So I don't know if it'd be a hobby, but I love to take him outside and play. And um, I used to paint. I kind of want to get back into that. Mm.
1: And,
0: yeah, I love to go shopping.
1: <laughs> are you an in-person shopper or are you online shopper?
0: I'm an in-person shopper. I got to I gotta see how it fits me, you know?
1: Okay, I, I guess that makes sense. Ah. Uh... I don't like going in person. Give me Amazon, Shein, <laughs> Fashion Nova, all that. I click the button, send it to me in two weeks. I'd ra- I rather that.
0: I'm too lazy to return stuff if it doesn't fit. That's the thing.
1: <laughs> that's a good point because I, if I, it don't fit, I, I just give it away. I don't return it. So, yeah, that's a very good point right there. <laughs> Completely sidebar, right? Because my grandfather, he loved fishing. We went fishing with a couple times when I was younger, but I don't really remember it. What do you love so much about fishing? Because I've heard multiple of answers. What do you love about fishing?
0: I like fishing because I honestly think it's because my dad likes fishing. Mm. Um, when we would go camping, he would take us and he'd be so excited. He'd get us our own fishing poles. He'd have us separated and... Um, It'd be that one time where we'd catch a fish and we're all excited. So then my brothers will drop their their fishing poles, come run over. Oh, you got a fish, you got a fish. And um it's just like the excitement of actually catching a fish and then you know, releasing it. You're like, oh wow, I caught him and he's still alive. I'm like, I'm gonna put him back. And um, I think I just enjoy it because it's something that I, I grew up doing with my dad.
1: That's dope. Shout out to your dad again. Now, for for you, right? Growing up. You know, outside of your siblings and your family, were there any people that you looked up to, you know, in general or on the athletic side? Were there any people or athletes that you looked up to growing up?
0: I really looked up to Carl Lewis. Um, he's a track and field athlete. Um, he's amazing, sensational. Um, and I'd sit there and I'd watch his videos and I eventually got to meet him. I've got photos of him so I was like dang this is full circle I met my one of my idols so um I definitely looked up to him it was it was cool to meet him and just like just an athlete that's that's amazing like that
1: that's dope um especially being that you met him and you got photos and it was a good experience you know a lot of people meet their idols and their heroes and it's not always the best experience so glad it turned out well for you (laughs) me too so we have a uh, one more question before we transition to what we call the fourth se- fourth quarter, which is a segment where it's kind of fun questions. Our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Before we get to that last question, though, would be if you had to give advice to anybody that wants to compete, wants to perform at that highest level, what would that advice be? To them,
0: my advice would really be to. Sit down with yourself. Either you know you need to be alone when you make this decision. You need to sit down and understand the the gravity of the situation. Like this is this is no small small thing. This isn't high school. This isn't you know collegiate. If you want to go professional, you need to understand that you're going to be making a lot of sacrifices. Um, I had to sacrifice a lot of time with my family. I had to move states. I had to. You know, start over. You're going to leave your friends. You're going to leave your family. You're not going to party. You're not going to drink. You're not going to, you know, have this party movie style life that you would think most 20 year olds have. This is something that you need to be able to to give up. Um, A lot of people will have a very strict diet. Are you willing to do that? What are you willing to do? Like if you're willing to do what it takes and willing to sacrifice to get there, do it and don't let anybody stop you. But if you're having doubts and you think that this is too hard and you're not mentally strong enough to pull through, then leave it alone. But if you can push through, there's there's always the ups and downs. There's always the really tough times, the the bad season, the, you know, oh, the injury. This is, this is a mental game with yourself. You need to be able to be your biggest hype man and push yourself and know, okay, I made these sacrifices for a reason. It's going to work out for me in the end. You got to be the biggest advocate for yourself and really just understand what you're going to be doing.
1: Sacrifice. Sacrifices. All the greats, you hear them talk about it. Kobe wasn't able to go party. I wasn't, I wasn't the best friend. I wasn't the best father, All, all these different things for greatness. Like, and to your point, like you said, you're not willing to do that, which is fine. Then you have to have, like you said, that honest conversation with yourself. I'm not willing to, to not eat meat on Fridays. I'm not willing to put down tequila. Like if you're not willing, it's okay, but don't fool yourself and thinking that, all right, I'm a go pro, but not make the necessary sacrifices to actually be successful.
0: Yeah. And there's always like a time and a place. There's always off season. There's always this, there's always that. It, it's finding a balance, you know, mm. and a lot of people just can't do that. they, Get overwhelmed. Oh, I'm having too much fun. I'm having so much fun, I don't want to do this anymore. It's you you have to have a lot of um like restraint.
1: Restraint, self-control, all are needed in life in general. But if you're talking about professional athletes,
0: oh absolutely.
1: Even even the more. Now we are in the fourth quarter segment. We always start off with this. No matter the guests, what is your favorite meal to eat?
0: Ooh. Like homemade or can I go out?
1: You can give us both. Homemade and going out.
0: Okay. Homemade is definitely lasagna. I was start mm. some lasagna. Like Garfield. I love it. <laughs> and I'm going out? Sushi. For sure. I love sushi.
1: Is there a specific kind of sushi? California roll, spicy tuna. Or is there a specific sushi that's, that's your go-to?
0: Yeah. Mm not really i actually really like to go to sushi spots and try different things i like the like sashimi rolls i like you know like like, what's the catch of the day or different stuff like that
1: oh that's dope that's dope and yes lasagna hands hands down layered layered goodness i Mm -hmm. love some lasagna if you could possibly have any other career outside of being a professional track and field star, what would it be?
0: Mm, I have like two answers. So one, I'm going to go to school for this, but I think I would want to just be a sports broadcaster, stay in the world of sports and and meet other athletes. Um, I really love baseball. I love football. I think I would want to like report for any of that. Mm. And then on the other side of things, which... I mean, it may or may not be as realistic, but people didn't think I was going to be a professional athlete anyway. So <laughs> um, I would want to do more modeling. So I do like modeling, but it's more for like athletic side of things. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done stuff for like Adidas and Lululemon, but I would, I think I would really want to get onto like a runway. It's something I've always wanted to do.
1: Hey, we will be paying attention. If we see five years from now, two years from now, shoot, next year, you model it. I'ma just post the clip like she said she was gonna do it. She told y'all and she did it. I don't think if you put your mind to it, I don't think anybody should doubt it. Being the fact yeah. that you know where you got to this far, hey, you can do it if you put your mind to it. Obviously, if it's a part of the plans of what God has for you, even the even the better. So we'll be watching. I'm I'm very You've put your mind to everything that you've done so far. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked seeing you on the way. And yeah. I'm like, oh, she said that on our show. I, I knew it was gonna have you. So I didn't have this on my list, but you shared this. So I have to know, and I know our listeners would like to know, especially some of my co-hosts, they are huge anime fans. What are your three favorite animes? If you could give us three even if it needs to be five what are your favorite animes
0: okay well my top people can come at me don't care is naruto do not mess with my boy naruto i don't care how many times they show that swing i love that show (laughs) and um i mean i've got little the little funko pops i've got kakashi and Itachi. i got everybody okay um so i really love that um Thomas Neverland I really like um it kind of, like it caught me off guard the the first episode I was like oh my gosh so I just really love that and then probably the last one I don't think a lot of people would say is like their favorite but I really love One Punch Man just because I can relate to how sarcastic he is and how funny he is I'm like that's I love that
1: I love that I went to my tap man so our only anime I really watched was Naruto, right? Mm-hmm. What's my Tat Man? I'm waiting to go. He's like, yo, you already seen One Punch Man? I, said, I don't even know what that is. Turned it on. Hooked ever since. I'm like, oh yeah. I love it. Doesn't come up often enough. It's so underrated.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't get the love it deserves.
1: It's so underrated. One Punch Man is literally one of my favorites all mm-hmm. time. Literally. I uh, I'm getting tattooed and it's like, It's so good. I didn't feel the pain that was happening. Like it was, was, Yeah. One Punch Man is is the show right there.
0: It is. It's just, and I like that it's funny. A lot of animes are just like straight serious. I'm like, no, One Punch is actually really funny. I'll sit there and giggle.
1: Facts. If you could choose five people that you would have a meal with, who would it be?
0: Ooh, this is a good question. Okay. I think Carl Lewis, I would love to have dinner with him again. Um, Ray Allen, he's a great guy. I met him and I would love to just pick his brain and and sit there and talk to him. Tyler the creator, uh, I just feel like I just want to be his friend. I feel like he's so funny. I just I I just would want to be his friend for sure. Um Drake, because <laughs> who doesn't love Drake? And um
1: well, they're coming at me, but Michael B. Jordan for sure. Oh, I'm being that he's from Jersey too. I love Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'm not gonna come at you. I argue <laughs> with my co host all the time. I I don't care what nobody say. he at my top of the list of actors now. I'm if whatever right. he's in, I'm going to go see it. Whatever, oh, yeah. whatever he's in, I don't care if the movie didn't say, I don't Michael B. Jordan in it. He's in it. I'm watching. You are gonna see tone there for, for sure. Yep. Complete sidebar and we'll close out with this because you mentioned Drake and it's been mixed reviews on the most recent album. What did you think of the most recent album for all the dogs?
0: Don't talk to my man like that. I, I love it. I actually I, I know people are gonna hate on me for that but like so many people really dragged his album like that. I'm like, you just, you don't appreciate the art, okay? If you don't appreciate the art or the man, leave him alone. But Drake, Drake's like my top artist. I, I really liked his um, album. It took me a little bit to kind of get on it, but um, you got you to gotta listen to it with your speaker by yourself, like in the car or something. Uh, I feel like if you listen to it for the first time in like a gym or like something like that, it ruins the experience. Don't do that. You know?
1: But it doesn't do it It doesn't do it justice.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because, I don't know. He, he's got a few albums that people just, like, hated on at first. And now it's, like...
1: They listened to it the second and the third time. And it was, like, oh, my gosh. This is great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how it was with uh, Honestly, Nevermind. It was, I love that album.
1: Literally. So, we are going to post this and tag all of them. And hopefully... We could get you uh, a a DM or something from Tyler the Creator, and y'all have friends after that. So hopefully we're we're go- we're gonna tag him, and we'll see if somehow we could get him to get his attention. You know he's yeah, busy, that would
0: be sick.
1: Busy, busy guy. I know he he's busy and gets a lot of mentions. So, but we're gonna try. We're gonna shoot for. We're gonna shoot for the stars for that one.
0: You know, it's worth it. It's worth a shot.
1: Worth a shot. Again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your yes schedule to hop on with us. Bench Mob, y'all know the vibes. If you stay ready, you don't gotta get ready. We out. Peace.